Hello and welcome to Listen in Worship for St Michael's and St Mary's Churches on Sunday the 9th of August, the 9th Sunday after Trinity. We hope you enjoy the sermon and the hymn of the day. From our Gospel reading, the disciples were in the boat at a considerable distance from land and buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. There are readings that need us to study them and take them apart, examine each syllable and the way they have been constructed. And there are other readings, I think, that invite us just to be there, to imagine ourselves into the scene, to experience the words and the scene, and simply allow the gospel to work on us and in us. I think the gospel today is just such a passage. The disciples, professional fishermen as they are, are in trouble. Their boat at some distance from the shore is being smashed around by the waves, and they are unable to make any headway against the wind. And into their panic and desperation comes Jesus walking across the water. I wonder, did he in fact tread a path in the air over the raging waters? Or did the waters calm themselves to make a stilled path beneath his feet? Or did the storm roll back before him as he walked towards the boat? Notice that it is at the very dead of night and over the raging waters with all their symbolism of chaos and disaster that Jesus comes to the disciples. And notice that even though they had walked often in the daylight with Jesus, here in their darkest hour, at first they failed to recognise him and they screamed with terror when they saw him. Not so much of a welcome. In fact, just as in the reading many of us will be so familiar with from 1 Kings when Elijah listens for the voice of the Lord, here also God is not in the wind or the earthquake or the fire, but in the still small voice that must be heard over the wind and the waves. On that night, Jesus walks calmly into the darkness, into their darkness, speaking peace. It is I, do not be afraid. And Peter is only partly convinced. If it is you, if it is really you, Peter is asking for proof. And then with a faith and a zeal, many of us can only imagine, Peter stepped out of the boat in the waves of doubt and uncertainty that we recognise all too well, too soon fear of the wind and the storm overwhelmed him and he began to sink. And Jesus reached out his hand to Peter to rescue and more than that, to save. And as the wind died down, we see that Peter is quite safe. That's the rescue. But we also hear the words of faith. You really are God's son. 
and that is Peter being saved and coming to recognise Jesus for who he really is. For most, if not all of us, there have been times when the storms of our personal lives have seemed overwhelming. When we have thought that we just couldn't go on or did not know which way to turn. And there are many storms and howling winds that still rage in our world. Much of our world may know something of the story of Jesus of Nazareth, but to many he is a character in a 2,000-year-old story. He is a myth that other people base their lives on, just one of a number of religions to choose from. And sadly to some he is the cause of strife and division and even wars, and so best avoided if at all possible. But to others and indeed to us. He is the son of the living God who came to bring and who comes to bring his love, his peace and his hope, his healing and his salvation to our needy world. Our second reading tells us, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? It is the calling of each one of us and of all of us together to continue the mission of Jesus and to bring God's love and healing power to the wild night of our world. That's Tom Wright's expression. It's the calling of each of us and of all of us together to continue the mission of Jesus and to bring God's love and healing power to the wild night of our world. What does that look like? Sometimes we are called to spill God's love and healing to a weary world simply through being who we are becoming by God's grace and by spreading love and hope and joy and peace to those around us in many seemingly small and ordinary things that God asks us to do day by day. Other times we are called to real step-out-of-the-boat moments, to do what would seem to be impossible for us, or even what would seem to be simply impossible. Of this I am certain, that the way through the storms and the howling winds and the earthquakes of our personal lives and of the troubles of our world is to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus to listen above the noise and the clamour for the still, small voice. To do whatever he tells us, however unexpected that may be. And when we are overcome by fear and the enormity of the task, as I'm afraid we so often are, to call out to him and to allow him to take us by the hand. to call out to him and to allow him to take us by the hand.
God bless you. Thank you for listening this morning. And I hope you really enjoy our hymn of the day. Guide me, O thou great Redeemer. Have a good day and have a great week. Guide me, O thou great Jehovah, pilgrim through this barren land. I am weak, but thou art mighty. Hold me with thy powerful hand. Bread of heaven, bread of heaven, feed me now and evermore, evermore. Oh!